It's time for The Real and Complete Show with your host, D. Addy Kube. Sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired from the heart of Mama D herself. Hello and welcome to the 2021 Season 2 of the Real and Complete Show podcast. I'm your host, D. Adekubi, a.k.a. Mama D. It is the first week of January and our first broadcast of the new year. So today I want to share a real and complete story with you of how I got a new mindset and started a new chapter in my life in a new year similar to this. Have you experienced domestic violence or do you know someone who has Do you know someone currently in a violent relationship? Then this podcast is for you and that person, so please share it with them. Domestic violence can be one of the most difficult types of situations to talk about and to also escape from. And sadly, it can happen to anyone, not just women. It can happen to men, to children, between spouses and even friends. No one is immune to domestic violence and abuse. If you or someone you know is in a situation that's unsafe, I hope that today's podcast can hopefully encourage you or them to seek the necessary support and resources to get yourself or that person you know out. And if you are a survivor of domestic violence and abuse, then my story can help remind you to keep your strength. Let me take you back in time to January 1st, 1992. That day was the day and year that changed my entire life and started me on the course of who I am today. The decision I made on that New Year's Day set me up for the life that I live today. You see, after a wonderful New Year's Eve celebration with my boyfriend and starting the new year on a high, we went home and the next morning one of my girlfriends called to wish me a happy new year and to hear about last night and what we did to celebrate I started to tell her the story of Trafalgar Square, a famous landmark in London that hosts the annual New Year's Eve countdown, just like Times Square New Year's Eve celebration in New York. There were so many people on the streets having fun, celebrating, and waiting for the countdown. And at the stroke of midnight, the fireworks would start to usher in the new year, and everyone would start jumping, dancing, kissing, hugging, just happy. Complete strangers will be hugging and having fun, celebrating the new year. That's what was expected because that is why we were there, to celebrate the new year. My boyfriend, hearing the words kissing and hugging, came running down the stairs and kicked me with an angry force. I fell in the hallway and began to scream. He was so angry because he thought I was cheating on him and telling my girlfriend all about it. The pain was so intense and I'm not 100% sure what happened and how I ended up in the emergency on New Year's Day. All I knew was I was at home one minute and and at the emergency hospital the next minute. I remember the doctors and the nurses telling me I had no broken bones, thank God, but was severely bruised and also pregnant. Pregnant at 18 for a drug dealer who was very abusive, controlling, and manipulating. Oh boy, my life could not get any worse. What was I supposed to do? 
I didn't know any better. I had nobody. I was alone and I was scared. I was alone in the hospital. The doctors had called the police and everybody was trying to encourage me to press charges. But how could I press charges against the man that I love? It was all my fault. I knew how possessive he was and I caused it. I made him get angry by blabbing my mouth off about kissing and hugging when I know that certain words would trigger him. I should have known better. Isn't that what all domestic violent victims say? We try to justify why what happened happened to us and we blame it on ourselves. You have to press charges against him. The doctors and police were all trying to convince me, but they don't know the streets like I do. They don't understand the culture or the gang code. You do not snitch. You do not speak up against a gang or drug dealer. You're basically signing your own death warrant or putting a gun to your own head and pulling the trigger. Death by suicide is what happens when you talk. I'm fine. I don't want to press charges. And I don't want to keep the pregnancy either. I want it out. After 10 years of living alone, moving from family to family every six months, being abandoned, rejected, and bullied, and after two years of living on the streets of London, living loose, living in homeless shelters, and surrounded by gangs and drugs, I made a decision that changed the direction of my life. At the age of 18, I decided it was time to take my life back take my life in my own hands and control my own future. I made a decision to shift my narrative and redirect my future in the direction I wanted it to go. Isn't it said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? How can you change the outcome if you don't change the story? How can you expect a different result if you don't try something different? I had to do something and save myself. I was alone on New Year's Day and in the hospital. I could be dead and nobody would know. I had a family, but they didn't know where I was or what had become of me. I was alone, I was lonely and in need of a way out. I don't wanna press charges and I don't wanna go back home either. Can you please help me? The police said, we can take you to a domestic shelter and you would be safe there. Nobody would know where you are. Are you sure? What happens if he finds me or if his friends find me? He won't and they won't because we would keep you safe and we would keep you protected. Somebody once said, never forget that walking away from something unhealthy is brave. Even if you stumble on your way out of the door. January 1st, 1992, I took my life, my pain, my brokenness, and my emotional baggage. And with the help of the police, I headed into my future, a new home and a new environment. My identity changed. Adiola was left behind in the hospital and Dee emerged. She emerged and she entered into the domestic shelter for abused women the youngest victim and resident in a home filled with broken women. She joined the statistics, but she did not remain a statistic forever. Reverend Donna Morvey said, when he comes to abuse, 
you believe there's no way out, there is always help. There is always a way out. Every six days, a woman in Canada is killed by her intimate partner. Each year, over 40,000 arrests result from domestic violence. That's about 12% of violent crimes in Canada. Since only 22% of the incidents are reported to the police, the numbers are much higher. Annually, approximately 2% experience physical abuse, 1% experience sexual abuse, 5% experience neglect, 5% experience financial abuse, and 5% suffer from emotional abuse. These numbers are getting higher, especially with the COVID and the restraint. New year, new day, new beginning. Revelations 21 verse 5 says, And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and they are true. Every one of us will have the opportunity to make a decision that will change the course of our lives forever. The first decision is to take ownership of your own life and take it out of other people's hands. The second decision will be to accept the past, face the present and embrace your future, whatever it will be. And the decisions you make this moment, this day, this week and this year will ultimately influence and impact your future. Today, I remember what God keeps telling me in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Hold on a minute. God has a plan for me? Wow. And guess what? He also has a plan for you too. If you are someone you know is in a domestic violent relationship, Help is available. Please, I'm begging you by the mercies of God. Get help. Get out and get help. You cannot do anything by, by staying in that relationship. If you need help, please go to our website and reach out to us. Because nobody should suffer in silence. It is said that whatever doesn't kill you will only make you stronger. I want you to join me next week as I share the next stage of my story and how I bounced back from the brink of death and unveil and unpack another story from my book, Celebrating Milestones, 40 Years of Great Influence. If you'd like to get a copy of this book, please go to our website, allwoman.ca. This is Dee Adekuvi, aka Mama D being totally real and completely transparent with you because the Bible says we overcame the enemy by the words of our testimony. Remember, you are fully complete in Christ Jesus who is head over all principalities and powers. Get up, get out, and get help. See you next week. Thank you for listening to The Real and Complete Show with D. Andy Kube. This podcast has been sponsored by All Woman Ministry and listeners like you. To learn more or partner with us, please visit allwoman.ca. And remember, you are complete in Christ Jesus.